0: The following podcast is going to contain spoilers, along with an underwater western, a poor attempt at drama, and a little something I recorded over two months ago. Proceed at your own risk. Hello and welcome to another episode of Just Another Fanboy, the podcast that's technically supposed to be on hiatus. I'm your host, my name is Steven, and I just get bored sometimes, so flipping bored, which is why we're doing this. So, hey, yeah, like I said, folks, supposed to be on hiatus, but the boredom just gets the better of me, and I gotta put a little something together, just so y'all know that I'm still out here. This is going to be another episode of my other podcast, which is a podcast I do for my patrons, which you can join for just a dollar a month over at patreon.com slash R, or the link will be in the show notes. This was an episode that was recorded back in September. I think I released it on September the 1st. It's episode number 206, and I'm talking about Aquaman number 54, which from way back in the day, you'll get the date and junk, I believe, in the episode itself. But I uh, I don't know if I explained this at all in the episode, but I'm a member of the DC Infinite Universe app, and each week, each Tuesday, I wake up super excited to open up the app to see what new comics are, are available. Man, I got I gotta stop laying off that caffeine or something. I don't know where that came from, but hey, uh, okay. Let me just try to get my mind back into where I was. Oh yeah. Every Tuesday morning I wake up all excited to jump on the freaking app to see which new issues of comics are available for me each and every Tuesday cuz that's when they release them on the app and they always put the newer books up front and then when they add an old book to the app that's at the end of the list and I run across this issue of Aquaman number 54 and there was just something about the cover in which a a uh, a uh, uh, muscle-bound Aquaman is reaching from uh out from out. He uh, basically a big old Aquaman's inside a mirror and he's reaching out of the mirror and grabbing the regular Aquaman. I you know what again I talk about it in the episode but it, it just it gave me the the curiosity creeps if that's something I just 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 came up with that off the top of my head. It made me curious enough that I thought, "Hey, it's free, read it." And I did, and it was so wonderfully dumb that I had to talk about it for my other podcast. And now y'all are getting it as well. I like to use this time off when I have a hiatus to really kind of focus in, to shed a little spotlight, to shed a spotlight, to share the spotlight, to shine a spotlight on my other podcast, because it is something that really you can only get through my Patreon. I mean, of course, this one now, you guys get it. You don't have to pay for it. It's I'm making it available to everybody. And I do that every now and again. But there are, to date, 217 episodes out there on my other podcast, which you could get today for as little as a dollar a month. You can you can do more than a dollar. You can do $2. You could do $100,000 a month. That's up to you. It's your comfort. Whatever your comfort level is, you can do so. But the the minimum, you have to at least do a dollar a month. And really, when it all comes down to it, Is a dollar a month all that much to ask for? That's even less than a cup of coffee, because they all say that. It's it's less than a cup of coffee every single day. Well, this is less than a cup of coffee each month, folks. Come on. Give me your money. That's what I'm trying to tell you. All right. Let's just get to the episode. We're going to play a little music like I always do to transition from this part, which is an all new recording, to the part that was recorded back in... Well, it would have been recorded in August and released in September. And then all your everything you're going to get after this little bit of transitional music is all pre-recorded, nothing new. When the episode's over, it's over. Patreon.com slash Stephen Aror. Give me your money, please. What happens when Aquaman fights a brutish version of himself? and asks the question, am I my own executioner? I don't know about you, but I'm pretty keen to find out. Hello and welcome to another episode of my other podcast. My name is Steven. What's up? How you doing? How's everybody thinking about stuff and all that out there in the world of wonder bread? I don't know. So, hey, I want to talk about an old Aquaman book. You guys okay with that? I hope so, because I just read this on a whim. It popped up as a new old issue that they added to the DC Infinite Universe app this week. And frankly, I found the cover so intriguing, I had to give it a read. This is Aquaman issue number 54. It's got a cover date of December 1970. But was published on September 3rd, 1970. So let's talk about the cover real quick. It's it's got Aquaman on the front. He appears to be in some kind of house. He's on a staircase. He's like in mid-flight. It's a it's a winding staircase. It's not curved, it's it's angular, and he's at one of the staircase landings. And a reflection of himself, a brutish, larger version of himself, is reaching out of the mirror. One hand has him by the throat. He's, his back is to the mirror. One hand has Aquaman by the throat. The other hand is coming down and like a karate chop. And it says, am I my own executioner? This cover was created by Nick Cardi. We'll get into the rest of the credits. Well, let's just do the credits now. It was written by Steve Skeets. Pencils, inks, and letters by Jim Aparo. So I don't really want to go through this comic one panel at a time, but on the other hand, I do, because there is so much just awfully amazing awfulness, is really the only way I can say it, that had me just, it had me riveted from panel to panel. I just couldn't stop reading, because it was so, it was just a crazy issue. Let me read you the synopsis from dcfandom.com. The head of the crime syndicate, which once kidnapped Mira, has a new scam kidnapping aquaman and various surface people and subjecting them to a brainwashing process the process involves confronting them with thanatos a monstrous version of themselves which battles them and saps their strength in a mental fantasy world after the process is complete each thinks he has been killed by thanatos and operates as a zombie, stealing for the syndicate at the leader's will. Aquaman has a tough time with Thanatos, but finally defeats him in the mind world shortly before the police crack the case, apprehend the syndicate head, and free Aquaman in the other. So yeah, this was, <laughs> this was a pretty crazy issue. I mean, first of all, a crime syndicate who brainwashes, they, they just kidnap people off the streets. They're usually well-to-do people. They brainwash them into believing that they are fighting a monstrous version of themselves, and that this monstrous version of themselves kills them. And so that when they come out of this brainwashing process, they are basically zombies. And because of that, I guess the crime syndicate is able to tell them to steal stuff for them. It seems kind of silly. So let me just... Let me go through some of these panels because it's really funny. Like, for example, the, the very first page, we start out in Precinct 31 and we have a plain clothes police officer bringing someone in and he is he, he's pushing them into the into the police station. And there's a detective that's kind of waiting. And the, the police officer says, got another one for us, John. And the detective says, no, not again. Who is it this time? And we see that it's this dude in a suit and tie, but the, his, his shirt is unbuttoned at the top and the tie is untied. And the police officer says, Edwin Maxwell, Playboy Socialite, he's been listed with missing persons for some time now. The detective replies, yeah, just like all the others. And what was this boy up to? The police officer says, breaking and entering a jewelry store. I just don't understand it, John. What's happening to everyone? Prominent citizens, bankers, industrialists, doctors, all of them turning up as common thieves. The detective says, beats me, Paul. Were you able to get anything out of this one? The officer responds, nope, just the usual story, John. No matter what we ask him, he just keeps mumbling the same phrase over and over. I'm dead. Thanatos killed me. And then the guy goes, I'm dead. And (laughs) then the police officer goes, ah, shut up. And the detective, looking rather despondent and dejected, he turns his back on the perp, throws one hand over his face. This hand is clutching a cigarette. And the other arm, he just waves at the perp. And he says, Paul, do me a favor. Get him out of here. And after you've booked him, check with the science boys. (laughs) The science boys. And the officer says, huh? What are they up to? The detective says, they're examining the others. The other prominent citizens turned common criminal. Sure hope they've come up with something. I'm telling you, Paul, something's got to break, and soon, or I'm in big trouble. As it is now, the commissioner's breathing down my neck. The crime rate in this area has risen drastically. We've got our hands full of prominent citizens turned crazies, and the newspapers are dragging the whole department over the coals. The officer says it could be worse, John. John says, yeah, I suppose it could, like a tidal wave could hit the whole city. So they take this guy away and then go, the officer goes to visit with the science boys. In the meantime, Aquaman is running in this, I don't know, like this back alley of a city. There's a uh, an overpass above him and he's, he's heading for the ocean. Apparently at this point in his career, he could only be out of the ocean. He can only be in the open air for an hour. His hour is almost up and he needs to get back into the water. But as he's running through this alleyway, these street toughs trip him. And he, as he's tripping, he goes, what in the name of all? And the street toughs are like, hey, look who we got. Well, Aquaman, he's one of them superheroes. Jump him. We can take him. Least ways we sure got him outnumbered. So they start beating up on Aquaman. Aquaman starts beating up on them but somebody sneaks up behind him and hits him in the back of the head with a big piece of wood and knocks him out and they drag him away. This is where it starts to get really weird because we get this page. The top panel is just all in black and we hear people talking. That's it. Strap him down. Get the machine working. Hurry up. Cool it. There's nothing to worry about. This will only take a second. And then suddenly we see Aquaman and he's walking toward a house. It's an old shadowy house there's fog about. He has a note from Mira telling him to meet her in this house, a place that he says surface dwellers might call a haunted house. While he's there, he finds a mirror. His reflection in the mirror suddenly goes monstrous, and this freaking monstrous version of himself reaches, well, not really reaches out of the mirror. He crashes through the mirror, and he socks Aquaman right in the jaw. And Aquaman falls to the ground, and the guy's like, ha 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 ha. There's this weird narration where you're reading it as if they're talking about you're the one doing this. You hear him stumbling around downstairs, and you know that now it won't be much longer. And then at last, he is standing before you, standing before your prison, staring at you, and you take his features and elaborate on them. You grow. He tries to get away from you, but it is too late. You break out of your prison, you are free. And you are powerful, stronger than you had ever thought possible. No mere mortal shall stand in your way. You are Thanatos. Ha, 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 he says. And you are free and the world is yours. And Thanatos runs away going, ha, 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 as Aquaman is lying there amongst the shattered pieces of the mirror. But the very next page, it says sometime later, Aquaman is waking up. He is in Atlanta, he's with Mira, and he's like, what's going on? How did I get here? And she said, some surface dwellers found you in the house, and they brought you to the sea just in time, and then we found you and returned you here. And he's like, I don't, I don't know what that's all about. I don't know what's going on. I confronted someone that was just like myself, and, but he was bigger, and then suddenly he passes out. We get another one of those dark panels. Hey, watch it. He's coming out of it. Turn that thing up. Put it on full blast. You don't have to shout. I've got eyes. I can see what's happening, which is good because we can't. The panel is entirely black. Well, then get to work. We should have won this guy over long ago. And now we're back in some, it's a really weird plane of existence. It's just this weird looking place. It's supposed to be the the ocean floor, apparently. And Aquaman is fighting Thanatos again. And it says Aquaman battles Thanatos. It's like chapter two. And it's just Thanatos punching him again, right in the jaw, knocking him to the ground, and then he runs away. Aquaman tries to chase after him, but he can't find him. And then finally he does. It's like, I can't find him. And then suddenly he does. The guy is at the edge of Atlantis, and he's beat up some soldiers. And Aquaman goes after him again. And, and again, the guy just punches him right in the jaw. Aquaman goes down. He tries to get back up. Thanatos just keeps punching him and punching him until finally he's out cold. And then he wakes up again. Somewhat later, he's back in that same room with Mira. He's like, what? Where am I? How did this happen? And she goes, oh, he must have knocked you out. And then we found you there at the edge of the city and we brought you here. And he's like, well, I have to go after him. He's gone west. I'm going to go find him. Well, in the meantime, we go back to Precinct 31 and we're getting a report from Paul to John which I just realized are Beatles' names, about what the science boys have come up with. Well, Paul, have the science boys come up with anything yet? Nothing concrete, John, but they do have a theory. The way they see it, John, the people we brought in have been brainwashed, somehow put under an influence or force of some sort, which throws them into a fantasy world where they must battle a creature called Thanatos. Hmm, says John, Very interesting. That's a lot to deduce. I don't know how the science boys came up with this, because apparently the zombie guys aren't talking. And so Paul continues, but do they have any idea what this Thanatos thing is? Yes, they do, John. According to our boys, Thanatos is the subject's own death instinct, the evil side of the subject's nature, the influence or force also increases the strength of this death instinct, so that in the fantasy, Thanatos eventually kills the subject. Oh, I see, Paul says. Once the subject has been figuratively killed, he becomes death-oriented or a criminal, right? That seems to be the way it is, John. These guys are freaking, freaking smart. But they want to know who's behind. So they know exactly what's going on now. They know exactly what's happening to these people, just because of these science boys we never see. But they don't know who's doing it. Paul says, Our Mr. Big takes all the loot collected by his brainwashed citizens turned criminal. He builds himself a vast fortune without ever exposing himself. His subjects, if caught, can't tell the police anything. And new recruits are easy to come by. And I think I know the only man who could devise a scheme like this. You don't mean... Yes. Come on, Paul. Right. And then the two police officers head out to capture this nameless criminal. In the meantime, Aquaman leaves Atlantis, heading west, riding a giant seahorse, which fits the next chapter, which is called Showdown in Rustic. Well, Rustic. Rustic. R-U-S-D-I-C. It's supposed to sound like Rustic, but it's Rustic. So heading west, he comes across this underwater town, That's basically an old West town. There are cowboys. They got their cowboy hats on and their six shooters. And he comes riding into town and he's like, certainly is a strange colony. Seems to have developed a civilization very much like what the surface world calls the old West, complete with an old fashioned saloon, which reminds me, I'm pretty hungry. I could use a bite to eat. And so he goes into the saloon, hiding in an alley. Across the street, however, is Thanatos, and he watches as Aquaman enters the saloon. So Aquaman's in the saloon. He apparently doesn't understand how customer service works, because he's sitting at this table, and he's thinking to himself, the service here sure is wretched. I've been waiting half an hour, and no one's even looked at this table. And he just gets up, might as well leave. Doesn't look like I'm going to get served. Maybe it's like the Old West. They just don't cotton much to strangers. So he just leaves. Nobody comes to ask him what he wants. He doesn't like try to stop. Hey, can somebody come help me? I'm freaking hungry here. No, he just, ah, heck with this. I'm leaving. But as he's leaving, somebody takes a shot at him. And there on the streets with a six shooter strapped around his waist is Thanatos. And he shouts out to him, that was just a warning shot, Aquaman. Since this has now turned into a Western, I'm making it sound like a Western. This is my town. I've decided to make this the base of my operations, and I want you out of this town now. Understand? Aquaman's thinking to himself, I don't believe it. He's playing this as if it was a Western drama. No, Thanatos. If I go, you'll destroy this town like you've destroyed so many others. I don't know how he knows that, but he apparently suddenly has this knowledge That Thanatos has destroyed a bunch of civilizations. But the response is great. That's enough talk, Aquaman. Now strap on a gun. We're going to shoot it out. What? You heard me, fish man. Back off. We're going to slap leather. This old timer then approaches Aquaman with the gun. Here, mister, you can use my iron. (laughs) Oh, no, this can't be happening. It's got to be a dream. The gun is a six shooter, but it's some kind of spear pistol. and so. They face off against each other in this underwater western shootout. The whole time Aquaman's thinking, Thanatos looks pretty sure of himself. A bit too sure. I wonder. Oh no, it's starting again. Getting weak? What's going on? Why do I keep getting these dizzy spells? Can't hope to outdraw him now. But if I can move out of the way of his first shot, I'll have a blam! He's shot in the stomach. Well, the side, actually. And then a short while later, he wakes back up in frickin' Atlantis again. Uh, but this time he's questioning it. He's like, how, how, how did, how, how, did I get back here? And she goes, Oh, well, the, some people brought you back. They, they found you over in Rustic. And he's like, no, no, they didn't. Nobody knew I was there. Well, there was some Atlanteans there. No, that didn't happen. What is going on? And as he's questioning that, suddenly the Nattos just comes punching his way through a wall and then they start. Well, they kind of face each other for a bit. They don't start throwing down yet. We get back to the two cops who raid an abandoned warehouse. You sure this is the right place, John? Well, Paul, his gunmen have been hanging around here. This is the only abandoned warehouse in this part of the city. And you know how these master criminal types like to hang out in abandoned warehouses. Now, come on, Paul, let's knock down this door. Right, John. They bust into the room. This is it, fat boy. You and your syndicate are finished in this town. Finished for good. The fuzz. How'd they find us? Never mind that. Get them. No cops are going to foil this operation. And so then we get John and Paul fighting these thugs. We're going back and forth as Aquaman is fighting Thanatos. Eventually, of course, the cops come out ahead. They free everybody. There's th- two or three other guys strapped to these machines Aquaman is strapped to a machine, but he's also in a tank full of water, and so they free these guys, and and, and they're all like, these other guys are like, I'm dead. Thanatos killed me. These two didn't come through very well. How's that guy? Hey, it's Aquaman. <laughs> so John the detective, he's holding Aquaman up. Aquaman's got an arm around his neck, and he's trying to stand And it's just now that he notices that, hey, it's Aquaman, the king of the seven seas. But how they were ever able to capture him, I'll never understand. Aquaman starts to come to, oh, hey, he's starting to come around. He must have made out better than those others. That's great, Paul says, but now we'd better get these poor guys to a hospital. And quick, Aquaman asks, where am I? And he's given absolutely no information. The detective just says, we'll give you all the facts later, sir. But right now, we've got a lot of cleaning up to do. Right, Paul? Right, John. (laughs) And then the issue ends with Aquaman finally back in the ocean. He's swimming back to Atlantis. And it's just so funny. He's like, still can't believe that none of it really happened. It was all in my mind. Sure felt real. My muscles still ache from the punches I threw. And to top it off, That rat who kidnapped Mira was behind this whole thing. And then we get a little editor's note. Remember, we met him back in issue number 44. Aquaman continues, thought he died in that explosion. Must have got out just in time. Ah, there's Atlantis up ahead. And this time it's real. Come to think of it, one thing about that fantasy was very true. Mira and I haven't had much time to ourselves lately. Maybe now. I can rectify that. The end. Next issue, Return of the Alien, which is not on DC for some reason. He skips to 57. So yeah, that was Aquaman number 54. I, you know, I never really got into Aquaman, never read a lot of Aquaman. When Peter David took over back in the nineties and he got his hand eaten off by piranha fish and they replaced it with a hook, I read some of that, but really, Aquaman has never been someone that I have been all that interested in. I mean, he's a guy who he's an, he's an underwater guy, right? And I've always wondered what kind of stories do they tell with Aquaman? And I don't know if this is a typical Aquaman story from the seventies, but I might actually try to read some more of these. I might go backwards because again, they, they don't have 55 or 56 but I think they have 53, 52, 51, and so on. So I may go back and read some of these older books because, first of all, Jim Apparel on the art, it was it was a really good-looking book. It looked really nice. But the story was just crazy. He just kept getting knocked out by Thanatos and then waking up in frickin' Atlantis. And I have to be honest, at first I was actually confused. When he gets knocked out in the beginning in the alleyway, and then suddenly he is entering a house. I'm like, okay, did they miss some pages here? What what's going on? And it took me a minute to get my bearings. And then the fact that the police just figured out exactly what was going on simply because they have science boys on their side it it the whole the whole issue cracked me up. And I've tried to read some of these older books that are supposed to be kind of silly and they don't ever really capture my attention in a lot of cases, but I just could not put this one down. The freaking underwater western story, the the shootout at the OK Corral, basically, and all this stuff with the cops, it was, it was a delightful read, and it looked really nice, and I think I'm going to read more about this Aquaman guy from the 70s, because it just seemed pretty crazy and pretty fun, and I had a wonderful freaking time with it if you have the dc infinite universe app thing go find this it just popped up this week it was a lot of fun i hope you enjoy it as much as i do and maybe i'll talk about some more aquaman issues at some point in the future but until then that's all i've got that's your episode folks i'm done i will talk to you all later i'm out